We welcome Ryan Hunter Ray, third place finisher. Ryan, that was a uh, quite quite an uh, eventful last few laps. It looked like you had yeah. a shot at uh, maybe more than third, but yep. So your first podium in quite a while, but yeah, I think you wanted more. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like you like you said, it, it was uh, we were really pushing hard there at the end, and to uh, to see how quickly we were closing on uh, Dixon and Rosenquist, I saw they were in traffic, and I thought, man, this can go anybody's way. I'm not really sure what Joseph was thinking there with doing that. He was he went around tried to go around the outside and then and the line through that corner is that you do a diamond and you come back to the apex. So he had to expect I was coming back at some point and then just shoved his nose in there. Um I don't know with, with the championship like that leader and I totally baffled me. I'm just glad it didn't cut down our right rear tire after fighting like that all day. We uh we started 10th. Amazing strategy from uh from this 28 DHL Honda team. Obviously, we've had a string of of pretty poor results lately, and um, it's just a matter of execution. You know, we uh, we stumbled at Iowa. With, we really gambled when it went uh, cold at night. We thought it was going to be um, more of a um, understeering race, and um, you know, we put all our money down on the table, and <laughs> we lost it all on the first hand. And uh, that's how sometimes the sport goes. But uh, we were close today. Um, you know, we were we were closing in on these guys. Obviously, congrats char uh, to uh, Ganassi. They they ran a great uh, great race, great strategy, and uh, we were closing on them. But just came up a little bit too short. So we keep knocking on the door like that. We'll win. We'll win plenty. But um, it was nice to just get back on form where we should be. We'll take a couple questions for Ryan, and then we'll uh, we'll bring Felix into the conversation. Uh, Ryan, I'm here. Uh, did you have a chance to talk to Joseph after the race? No. Um, where I got out of my car was right there uh, across from his pit when he got out of his. So I'm sure if he, if he had an issue with it, he would have come and talked to me. I'm sure he probably would have liked that last lap back for sure. With, with the various strategies going on, is that enjoyable when some are on two, some are on three, and you're never really sure where you're at? As a driver, you have no idea. You just have to keep your head down because every lap that you're going, like the three stoppers, every lap you're going, you have to go as hard as you can because that could be the difference between a two stopper coming out in front of you at the end or something. Um, so I've been through too many of these things where uh, a lap or two of um, you know just, just letting off and, and conserving can really – bite you in the rear end. So you never know. I have no idea where it was going to go until it kind of shook out there with 20 to go. Any other questions for Ryan? Okay, Patrick. Uh, progression. Your season hasn't been the greatest in the world, but this is moving you the right direction. Do you, do you feel like that's true? I feel like we're just back to where we, we really should be. We've had speed. You know, you look at Road America, we had speed. We had speed at... Uh, at um, you know, plenty of the races, we finished third at uh, or fourth and fifth at Detroit. Um, just missed the podiums there, so uh, we just we were just missing a little something. You know, we definitely had it this weekend. We got it back. We qualified tenth. That put us in a pr pretty big hole to dig ourselves out of. But um, it, it's just little things. Right now, with as as competitive as the series is, if you're missing a tenth and a half here or a tenth there, it's it's a big deficit. And if you're not executing 100% on strategy or approach or any of it, there's going to be somebody else who is. And, um, yeah, we just uh, we missed a few, and it's nice to be back where we, sh where we should be when we execute. That's what we did today. You got one for Ryan? David? Uh, hi. Uh, congratulations. Uh, when Rossi was struggling at the end of his second stint, how tempting was it for you to go for it and make your break from Joseph at that point? or rather than act as a buffer between? It was tempting, but to be honest with you, uh, you can close in on a car 
from a ways back. But once you got within four or five car lengths, it was a different deal. You're sliding all around the dirty air. I mean, it's a big difference. So that's why even when I saw Joseph close up at one point on me, I wasn't too worried because I knew that once he got close enough, it was going to become a whole different world for him. So, um, yeah, I, at that point, it really wasn't worth taking that much out of the tires to have a run at Alex, considering we were both on different strategies. All right. Thank Thanks, you, Ryan. And almost a first victory, yet a uh, career best finish in the NTT IndyCar Series. So mixed emotions today from you? Uh, yes and no. I mean, I think we have to keep the perspective. You know, I had our first podium today, and also I want to finish for, for Chip Ganassi Racing. So uh, obviously, you know, tough when I think we really had, you know, the right strategy and the pace to, to win the race. Uh, with those five left cars in front, it was always going to be difficult. And I was really frustrated on the radio, and I, uh, Barry and my strategies tried to really keep me calm and tried to pick off one by one. So I used a lot of my push-to-pass to get through I don't know Chilton and uh, Marco and uh, whoever it was in front of me, and uh, I think it's a bit of a shame because you know maybe the fans are missing out on a good battle when you have to race cars that are fighting for P24. But anyways, you know that's what it is. Uh, but yeah, I, I really want to credit Chip for letting us race uh, for the last lap. I think everyone enjoyed that. We enjoyed that. We were banging wheels uh, in turn two. There it was a bit exciting, but. Uh, you know, Scott is always going to fight too hard, but but fair. And I think I, I did the same. And uh, maybe one more lap, we could have could have got him. But uh, yeah, it was awesome. So turn two, did you expect to be that close to him when you when you arrived at turn two? Yeah, I was, and uh, I saw that he was struggling both with fuel and especially tires. And he braked kind of early into two, and I thought he actually kind of let me go because he was going a lot slower at the time. And then he kind of veered in in the last moment, and we hit a little bit. And uh, yeah, I just picked up a lot of uh, a lot of dirt to my tires. I couldn't really make the attack I wanted for the last couple of corners. Uh, but yeah, you know he's clever, and he's he's never going to be easy to pass, even when he's running out of tires. Um, but yeah, it, it was a good day. I want to thank Honda and Clover and NTT Data for just putting to get an awesome package from quality onwards. And actually, we struggled a little bit in practice, and then we just came out on, on top with a 1-2 finish. Questions? Go back here in the back. Wait on the mic. I haven't seen Dario this happy in a long time. He, he was in your, your pits, I think, for most of the race, or the entire race. Can you give me a little bit of feedback about what he was uh, helping you with, uh, you know, how helpful it is, and, and, and exactly what maybe his feel? Well, it's, he's happier to all get out. but. It feels like his success and your success are going hand in hand. Yeah, definitely. He he was uh, he was really happy, and I think he likes when when I'm going for it. You know, when I'm not uh, playing it safe and not you know thinking about you know too much ahead, just trying to to attack and be aggressive. And it was the same at the Indy 500 when we started in the back, and I was fighting my way forward. And even if we had a crash in the end. Uh, he was just super happy, and it's like he, you, you can see he's over the moon when you have a, a good performance. Uh, then actually in the race he doesn't talk to me, but during the weekend he's a he's a great support, and uh, I think you know both on the road course and the, and especially the ovals he's just always there, and he's been you know almost every session I've done in an IndyCar. So yeah, we really have a good relationship, and he's also to thank for for this good result. Felix, uh, congratulations first. Uh, you just said a couple of minutes ago, banging wheels was exciting, but should it be also not a risk to lose your second overall position? 
Well, it's always a trade-off, you know. If you if you play it too safe, you're never going to win a race. And I think, uh, I mean, if the team tells you to go for it, you go for it. That's also an instruction, you know. The instruction was not to take it easy and not pass Scott. You know, they said try to get him, but think about, you know, he's your teammate. And you know, in, in <laughs> it's kind of a mixed uh, mixed uh, call, but. Uh, in IndyCar, you can touch, and we see all the time that you, you touch and it's, it's safe, you know. We, we can always bang wheels, and I think that's one of the great things with the sport, that we can we can actually go really aggressive against each other without spinning or losing parts. And, you know, I, I actually had a touch with Chilton once. He kind of brake-checked me in turn 12, I think it was, and I ran into his rear wheel, and my, my car was fine. And I think that's that makes up for, for you know a lot of the good racing we have in, in the series. In the very back, uh, Felix. Uh, they mentioned on the radio. You just mentioned it that they said, you know, remember he is your teammate. Did that play into your aggression level? You know, going against Scott uh, at the very end there, and a brief follow up. I mean, if it was someone else, obviously you would have gone a bit harder. But being Scott, you know, he's gonna fight you fair. I mean, I know a couple of other drivers in this championship who. You know, I wouldn't go even as hard as uh, as I did with Scott because it would just be an accident. Uh, so yeah, I think you know he he's always on the right level of aggression and and safety at the same time. Uh, and I really enjoy you know every time I fight against him, he it's actually impressive how clever he is. Not only when it comes to his speed, but also the way he races. And and when you race wheel uh, side by side, he. He rarely takes the wrong decision, and you could see that today. You know, he was on on poor tires, uh, low fuel, and he still came out in front. Uh, I'm, I'm sure we would have got him with another lap, but you know, the race is what it is. The lap cars are is what it is, and you know, he won the race. So credit to him, and maybe next time we get him. What did he teach you on the last lap there, with how close y'all were battling? Sorry. What did he teach? What did you learn on that last lap there from him when you were battling like that? Well, I mean, he never gives up, and I think that's that goes, you know, what what Ryan was saying. When when you're on a three stopper, for example, you have to push every lap. You just have to every tenth counts, and how how close the series is right now. You don't, you can't afford to just play it safe at any time, even with the lapped cars. Like I used probably sixty seconds of push to pass just to get through lapped cars, and and uh, yeah, it, it's just tough all the time. And uh, sometimes you feel you're wasting tires, wasting push to pass to get through the field but it, in the end it's actually worth it because whenever you pass someone you just take off like your lap time go it's like one second quicker so yeah it, it's a tough form of racing on your extreme uh, Felix, uh congratulations first um were you uh, affected at all by uh, in that battle by the fact that if you got it horribly wrong uh, hunter ray and new gun closed like right back up to your your tailpipe so if you'd had a scruffy moment they could both and like a chip ganassi one two would go out the window well i think it was pretty safe because we had those lapped cars behind and i mean they didn't make it easy for me and i i don't think they made it easy for ryan either so we kind of had a buffer in the back and as long as they were there i thought it was safe but obviously if we had two three more laps it's going to be a real scrap to the end there with with maybe three four cars so uh uh, yeah, no, but I think it was, at, at this time, it was all good. Down in front. A little bit of symmetry here that uh, this finish came at Mid-Ohio, where did a story on you earlier in the week. This is where it all started for you. Yeah, it's always been a place I liked. You know, I never actually raced here, but, uh, 
you know, there's always been a good flow for me at this track. Uh, maybe it reminds a bit more of the European tracks, kind of flowing uh, pretty smooth. It's not, it's not as bumpy as the, most of the tracks we have here. Uh, yeah, it's just keeping keep uh, bringing me good memories here at Mid-Ohio. It's an awesome place, and I also want to thank all the, the fans for coming out. Like, you, it's one of the races you really think about fans when you're in the car because you can just see them everywhere. And, uh, yeah, it's cool that everyone uh, comes out to this race every year. And also the value having Dario working with you for most of the season. And also, what did Chip say to you? Uh, he was over the moon. I think he was happy with the one, too. Uh, Dario was also over the moon. I think everyone deserved You know, we, we had a tough year. Even Scott had a tough year. I think uh, he's been excellent. I've been struggling a little bit mid-season. Had sort of flashes of speed all the time. Never managed to put it together. Uh, but this weekend, everything just came together for both of us. And... Yeah, I think everyone just, it's a big relief, especially for the 10-car crew to get that podium. You know, it's been a long time, and uh, you, you can see they're, they're hungry for it every weekend. And, yeah, big credit to them. They did an awesome job the whole weekend. Question right here in front again. Were you surprised that he was able to make the Reds last that long? I'm, I was thinking you might have had a shot at him sooner. Were you surprised that he was able to stretch him that far? Well, I thought that was good on my reds as well. I think we could have done a two-stopper if we wanted to, but I think we decided to split, you know, the strategies on the two cars because if you have the opportunity, you kind of want to, you know, if you have two cars running one and two, you don't want to go the same strategy in case something goes wrong. Uh, so obviously Scott being the master of fuel save, I think they decided to go with that strategy for him, uh, and I went for a three-stopper. Um, but I thought the, red, the Reds held on well, and actually the, the further the race went, the better they held on because the, the grip improves in the track all the time. So I, th I saw a bunch of cars being lapped down that had Reds, and they had good pace. So, uh, so yeah, I think you know the further the race goes, the better the Red goes as well. All right, seeing no further questions, we'll... Oh, sorry, I was behind him. Couldn't see him. How much does it damper your, I don't know, your aggressiveness when you see it's your teammate between you and victory? Well, it's always playing with fire, you know. Um, when you see that orange car, uh, you know, Chip's first rule is always don't take out your teammate, then we're going to have a serious discussion. He always says that before the race, and those <laughs> words stick in your head for sure when, uh, when you're catching up to Scott. But uh, as I said before, you know, I, I, I trust him to to give the room when it's needed and to be aggressive when it's needed. And I didn't really feel worried about it. I mean, when, I, when my team trusts me to go for it, I, I trust them that that's the right call and I do what I'm told. And that was the call, you know, go for it, have fun. All right, thank you much. We'll see you uh, one step higher soon. Thank you, guys. All right, we'll begin with uh, race winner Scott Dixon. Now six uh, wins at this racetrack. That's a record for, for this IndyCar event. 108 wins now for Ganassi's team, which breaks a tie for second place all-time previously with Newman Haas Racing. Uh, Scott, number 46, you've had a lot of races. Uh, this is probably one of the more memorable last few laps that you've had. Defensive driving, too. <laughs> Yeah, not just the last lap. I think it was honestly with about 15 to go, I started moaning to the team. I'm like, man, I think we're going to have to pit again. Like, a lot of it, I think, was just bad choices from my front. You know, I think uh, 
after the race, Chip said that, you know, he had decided that we should have gone to Blacks. And I said, well, how did, you know, you own the team. How did we not go to Blacks? Um, but, you know, I said, you know, it looks like the Reds are holding on pretty well, but uh, we made adjustments to, you know, the first set of uh, sticker Reds had quite a bit of understeer. We made those changes for, for the used second set um, that already had four laps on it from qualifying and they just couldn't take it. You know, it was too aggressive. Luckily, I used them early to try and get past some of those lap traffic cars that did help us later on, I think, uh, at least delay, you know, Felix getting to us. But ultimately, had we gone to the black tyres, I don't, you know, we would have maintained that eight or 10 second gap, but uh, it definitely made it exciting for me and I'm sure everybody else. And, uh, you know, huge respect for, for Felix, you know, he drove clean um, and, you know, ultimately, uh, I don't know. It was going to be hard for any car to come past, even though we were about three seconds slower a lap than anyone else. That's the third closest finish on a non-oval, uh, aside from two that, that happened in Portland. Felix said that when you got to turn two, he thought you were leaving him a, an opening, and then it disappeared. Is that what happened? Uh, well, you know, I haven't really reviewed it, but, you know, you, you, I'm not going to leave the door wide open uh, by all means. You know, that corner is quite tricky because the approach can be done so many different ways and also how you, you know, uh, go to apex or where you, you know, use the apex. And then the curb actually adds about another two, three uh, foot, you know, if you want to use that as well, and then even a bit of grass. So, you know, I knew he was going to come in deep there. I thought he was actually going to just wait to get a good exit. Um you know, off of two, and, and ultimately, I think had he just, you know, been a little bit more patient there, I think he would have got me, you know, probably going into four, but because that kind of messed up his momentum and kind of got him in the dirty stuff a little bit, it took him a little time to, you know, uh, react after that one. So, you know, uh, it worked out perfectly for us. Uh, again, I think it was just bad choices on my front that put us in that situation, though. Questions? Uh, Bruce? Start with Bruce. One of the decisive moments of the race was those uh, fantastic side-by-side -side battles you had with Will Power there. I mean, that was really a man's race right there. And just how difficult was it and how, how cool was it to be involved in a fight like that and both of you not give an inch? Yeah, I, honestly, I, you know, from where I was sat, he didn't really give me any room, which I was kind of disappointed. Um, you know, especially on the approach, when you're coming in there at 185 miles an hour and he was giving me kind of a half a car width, into four, I thought, you know, I, I expected a little bit more from him on that. And then obviously when I got around him in five, and then he just drove me off, um, obviously it's good for a spectator. Um, but for me, it was, you know, not so good. I knew we were going to get him. It just, it added like another five or six second delay to, to what I had. But, uh, you know, Will's going to drive tough. You know, he's, uh, he's you know, racing for wins right now, and, and uh, he's a hell of a competitor. And, and as we see, man, the guy's super fast. But, um, you know, I probably would have expected a little bit more from him on those situations. Still in front with Tim? Yeah, uh, Scott, two quickies. Number one, what's it like to be the king? I wouldn't know. You're king know. of mid-Ohio, you understand that, <laughs> I mean, I think, yeah. I'm the king of my own lunchtime, maybe. But uh, no, it's, it's uh, no, you know, these days are huge. You know, I think and uh, I understand and, and, you know, know what it takes to, to get something. I think the ones like this coming from eighth, you know, and, and, you know, being able to pass cars and, you know, make the strategy work and as a team effort, you know, and have a one-two finish for Chip, you know, I think is, is huge. You know, it could have been a one-two either way there, I think, with the last lap with Felix. But, um, you know, just super proud of the team. And, and uh, it's, it's, you know, It'd be almost unheard of to have cars that were sixth and eighth on the grid, you know, come through and, and drive through the field uh, like we did today to, to, you know, finish first and second. And one other thing, what is there a comfort level when you know that the guy who's chasing you the last three laps 
is your teammate, meaning y'all know what the kind of the rules are. Uh, don't hit each other, so to speak. But did, did that give you a little bit of a comfort that you could kind of do your thing and, and not have to pay a big penalty? Uh, I'm probably pretty sure that next time he's not going to let that slide. Um, you know, I think, you know, there's a big understanding in, you know, in any team that, you know, the last thing you want to do is take each other out. Um, you know, and, and, you know, Felix is a rookie here in IndyCar but has, you know, raced in many different series and has much broader knowledge of racing than I even do, you know, because he's, he's touched so many different kind of formulas. So, um, again, I keep saying it, but he's a, he's a big talent. You know, he's going to win a lot of races. He was super fast all weekend. Uh, I'm not sure why they switched to the three strategy unless he just wasn't getting the fuel mileage. But, you know, they were, uh, they were damn fast in the race. Still down in front. Uh, Scott, let's go through the physical aspects of this race today. Uh, started at peak heat of the day, and then uh, I noticed for a couple other drivers, they're, they're handing they're handing food to people. Uh, this one this one ended pretty late. Yeah, it's uh, you know I think it's it's you condition yourself for this, and and normally by this point of the season, you know everybody should be pretty race fit, um, you know, and and today I think definitely on the two stop you know wasn't too bad you know the hard part for me typically is when the car gets really difficult to drive like that last 15 laps was like on ice and just the amount of corrections you're having to make constantly through one corner uh, is what takes it out of you you know your arms kind of get tired of just trying to having to catch you know in this car specifically you know the wheel weight and, and the kickback that it has in the wheel is is quite demanding in the back on the left Scott here, congratulations first. Thanks. Uh, two quick questions. Um, Felix said here earlier um, it was exciting banging wheels. Was it exciting for you as well? And question number two, with a six win here, is there something magic or special, your own explanation why you were successful here in mid-Ohio? Uh, you know, I probably would have preferred just winning the race by eight or ten seconds opposed to banging wheels for, you know, a, a few laps. Um, but you know that's that's what IndyCar you know produces. You know we, we we have the best racing in the world, and and you know to have what typically is a circuit that you can't pass, and to have the action that we had today is unbelievable. You know with uh, what Firestone do, what IndyCar do, uh, the splitting strategies. Um, you know for me even being in the car, it was full on. You know even with lap traffic, and you're trying to pass them. And you know today was actually one of those days that we haven't had for a little while as far as that much passing going on. You know even. With the first six, eight, ten cars on on the grid, you know, you had a lot of fall off in different places, and and people, uh, you know, that 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 you know weren't maybe going in the right direction. But even as the race started, you know, I think you saw ten cars on the alternate tire, and you know, thirteen or more on on the primary, which we haven't seen a split like that. So, um, you know, that pr produced very good racing today. Um, and then the the sixth win. Uh, it feels really good just for the sheer fact that we hadn't won here since 2014. You know, we, we, we've won a lot here as a team, um, but it's, it's been a while since, uh, since we've won. You know, uh, we've had some strategy. I think last year, well, last year, Rossi kind of set sail, but I think we had a good podium situation there. There's all these races that you can analyze and maybe work, you know, out a little bit different. But uh, today was a good, hard race, and, man, we really worked for it. Question down in front on the right. Scott, is, was your car really different from yesterday, or did you learn something uh, in the final practice today? Pretty fast, that fast on wet. Yeah, it's. Um, I think our pace. It, it just it's that last little bit that I haven't been able to get in qualifying. To be honest, I think we made a pretty big mistake with gears. 
um, we were very different to, to the to the ten and, and probably most of the field, um, which we'd started with on Friday, and it seemed quite handy. But uh, once the corner speed came up a ton with the reds, it was just the gears were way too short. So um, I think that was uh, maybe a bit of a downfall in qualifying. And then you know every session we changed the car a lot. So you know to adapt to it that quickly and trying to get the most out of it, I just didn't do a good job. So uh, Felix, you know, found some really good pace. Um, it's been fun working with him and having a lot of similarities and things that we like. You know, it's been a little bit of time since I've had, you know, uh, teammates like that. So um, that definitely helps, I think, not just right now, but also for the future of the team and development. Question on your left? Left? <laughs> One of the more important developments of, of the race happened, I think, maybe after you crossed the finish line or pretty close when, when, when Joseph... Uh, Banked wheels with Ryan there, and I think you finished pretty far back. That really, really, I think, helps your championship chances. Yeah, I think going in, what were we, 98 points back and, and now 62 or low right. 60s right there. So um, that's a big shift. You know, those are the weekends that you need. You know, that I always we always go on about that 100-point mark, but even, you know, uh, when you come to the last race, if you're that far back, it's it's uh, it's going to be impossible. So, um, yeah, you got to take it. You know, you don't wish that on anybody. Um, you know, talking to Ryan, who I guess that altercation was worth, he really didn't know what Joseph was trying to do. So, um Kind of, I'm a bit surprised to be honest, you know, especially in the, the, the situation that he's in. But, you know, it happens. It happens to the best of us. We make these mistakes. And, you know, uh, the unfortunate part with Joseph, I think that's going to wind up, wind him up even more. And he's going to be, you know, super strong come Pocono. So uh, either way, you know, I think he's he's going to be the, the, the person to beat. You know, that team is super strong right now. And, and uh, you know, we're going to have our work cut out. With those 60, I forgot how many points, but is that doable in four races? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's double points for the last one. So um, I don't know what it was with Montoya and 15, but uh, it, it was similar. 40 some. Yeah, 46, so maybe 48. high 40s, somewhere around there. So, you know, anything's possible, man. But um, I don't know. We just got to keep our head down. We can't start thinking about that right now. And, you know, if you win races, then that will take care of it. Seeing no further questions. Thanks, Scott. Congratulations. We'll see you in Pocono. Cool. Thank you. Thank you all.